Greetings, this is Brother Leroy with Carries of the Covenant Ministry, and I want to thank you for taking out of your busy schedule to be with us. And I want to thank my partners and friends and loved ones through, through their prayers, love, and financial offerings are helping us do the work that God has called us to do. And to do those listeners, if you're new or you're old, I'm going to ask you to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, or communicate with the uh, medium by which you are hearing us and cause us to be a blessing to even more people. Uh, let's pray. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you. Your word is true. And I thank you. The word destroys yokes. I thank you. Your word causes us to have faith that, that is able to destroy all yokes in Jesus name. Amen. We're talking about what 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 I have found out over these 40 something years to be one of the most controversial subject that it is. And that is the prosperity of the body of Christ, be it a minister or what some people call the layman. But just just the whole body of uh and sad to say, not only does the world not understand the body of Christ being prosperous, but m many people in the body of Christ don't understand prosperity. As I said last time, over the years, uh, traveling across the United States, the number one question I'm always asked is not about heaven, it's not about death, it's not about hell, it's not about living a long time. Uh, it is about money. Hear me? The number one question. Is, has always been, be it by someone who's of the church or someone who's not in the church, it has been money. And our, our foundational truth is, uh, is, our foundation truth, listen to this, as born again believers, we are redeemed from the curse of the law and are heirs to Abraham's blessing and God's promises of prosperity. Uh, you know, I, had, I I can remember this years ago. My my grandfather was um, he was a deacon in the deacon in the church, and 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 uh, our pastor one of the, at that time one of our pastor's son uh, had a message, and they gave him what was considered at that time as a big offering, and I remember my grandfather just murmuring about how they were giving this young man the wrong image by giving him a large offer. And that was, uh, you know, and even then, I, I, as a young, I wasn't even a teenager, it, it kind of like, why would he be upset about this young man being given an offering? I mean, the Bible even teaches uh, a labor is worth his hire. And I think most people want a certain amount of money when, when they go to work. So the man, so, and believe it or not, ministering is is work uh it, it may not it may, it's not natural work actually but yet it is a certain amount of natural work of preparing the message etc but i and, and my grandfather uh, he loved god and i mean i i me sitting here has a certain amount to do with him because he gave me uh his life showed me that there was a better way than the way in which i i was brought up and I've heard I've heard messages coming against prosperity and I, you know, and people some I don't, I'm not sure why, but it's still true today. Uh, I've saw it before I was born again and I still see it today. Many people. Believers and unbelievers, it's like they find a scripture that says that they, they cannot have something and they. Uh, even even the scripture says in and it has a good part and a bad part to it. It's seen in the same verse. For some reason, they gravitate towards the negative of that scripture. But what and and I, and like I've said this in uh, said this before, in the old covenant, there's some words that should have said, 
uh, they should have been translated that this will happen because of what you did or because you are in control. I will allow these things to happen, but they read as if God caused or put these things on individuals. But when it came to prosperity, I read this verse and this verse settled it for me. Third John two, third John two. Third John two. Say that again. Third John two. And I want to encourage you to get your own Bible. It's nothing like you having your own Bible. It's nothing like and I show this one. When you read something for yourself, it equips you like nothing else. Third John two says this is a, a, a new American English version. It says, dear friend, I pray that you are prospering in every way and are in good health, just as your whole life is doing well. Now, uh, King James says, uh, it says, brother, I, I, brother, I wish or desire above all things that you will prosper and be in health, even as your soul prosper. Uh, you know, I mentioned uh, um, Napoleon Hill came out with a book years ago called Think and Grow Rich. The Bible tells us that as a man thinketh, as a man thinks, as a man thinks, so is he. So, and remember I shared last, last week, uh, last message, last section, that if your mind is not renewed to the word of God concerning, actually, we're talking about prosperity. But if your mind is not renewed to the word of God concerning any subject, you will be conformed to this world. So, you know, I mentioned in the past, you want a good marriage, you, you've got to see what the word of God says about a good marriage. If you want to find a good husband, a good wife, you've got to see what the word of God says about a good wife, what a good wife, a good husband is and how to find them. If you want your children to be raised up where you can say you're well pleased with them, you need to see what the scripture says concerning uh, being uh, raising a child. You, the scripture said, tells us that my latter end or my future is to be... I, I think it's in King James it says far, far better. But I like to say my latter end, Brother Leroy's latter end will be far, 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 far better than my beginning. But the only way that I know that my latter end will be far better is what does the word of God says? Because I know you going driving down the highway. Many times you'll see balloons or something over the highway and those balloons will say something like, um, you're over 40 now, you're over the hill, you can't remember this, or, or if you're a certain age, your body's going to do this, or you know, you're on a fixed end, all those type of things, you will only say them or even give them attention if you believe those words or you have not renewed your mind with the word of God. Now, no, this scripture says, um, Jesus said, it says, dear friend, I pray that you are prospering in every way and are in good health, 
just as your whole life is doing well. Well, see, that scripture is telling us, right? You know, actually, of we will give you more than one scripture. But the scripture says in, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word or everything be established. And I, I, now this is a scripture I, I said many times. I love certain scriptures, but this scripture here, I, I love it. I love it because our ministry actually are going in an institution and doing missionary work. It is outside the four walls of the church. And a lot of times there is a large amounts of money put out before the project is complete. But turn, this is second Corinthians nine, turn to second Corinthians nine in your Bible. Second Corinthians nine. Now this, this verse says, 2 Corinthians 9, 8. And God is able to make every grace overflow to you so that in every way, always having everything you need, you may excel in every good work. This verse here excites me in the Amplified Bible. Cause I have not reached this place yet. And so until I, you know, there's been times that certain subject in, there's been, in, you know, in a church that they needed, they needed something. It was a good idea. I, I couldn't give it to them. You know, I've met people. I remember one time I met this lady. She, she was in our church and she didn't have, uh, she didn't have uh, groceries for her children. Well, I took and I took and got money. Uh, I took and borrow, actually borrowed money from my wife and, and another member of our team to give to this woman. Uh, but you know what would have been better if I'd have said, uh, "Give give us a minute. I'm gonna get my I'm gonna finish up here in church. I'm gonna get my wife, and I want you to follow follow us to Walmart, or follow us to Sam's, or follow us to Kroger's, or or, or, or Snooks, and we're gonna buy you enough groceries for a week." See that that would and see that is what the world is looking for. That when the uh uh and that and that is what God is looking for us as believers to do, to be to have so much that whenever need is what have enough to meet every need that's presented to us. Or let me read this from the Amplified verse Bible. This is uh, the Amplified Bible. This is 2 Corinthians 9, 8 from the Amplified Bible. Uh, now, and I'm going to read the 6th verse and 7th and 8th because unfortunately so much, so much of the time when people are prospering, the, the, the people that come against them, they're sending, seeing the end result. They're not seeing the beginning. Hear me again. They're seeing the end result. They're not seeing the beginning. Over now, the Bible says a thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And he's a deceiver. He's a liar. There is false prosperity. I mean, I, I, I think about this. People say they would like to say all ministers are corrupt. That is a lie from hell. But in every occupation, every field, there is corruption. There is someone that is deceptive. You know, I've read cases about doctors were doctoring and they didn't have any degrees. They didn't have had been to school or they hadn't finished school. 
that, you know, they had cheated, whatever. So, you know, we can't, no one can throw, no one truthfully can throw ministers under the bus like they're the only ones that don't do right. Okay. Second Corinthians nine, uh, six. And I really suggest, uh, get, get you an amplified Bible as you go along with us in the years. Remember this, he who sows or gives sparingly and gradually will also reap sparingly and gradually. In other words, if you if you're a stingy person and you don't give in love, you don't give in faith, then uh, he who uh, so that's the way you're going to receive. It's going to be hard for you to receive. And he who sows generously. That blessing many comes to someone and also reaps generously and with blessing. Now, I'm a giver, so I'll let you know. You can expect Brother Leroy to, to see Le Brother Leroy prospering, going from glory to glory, increase to increase. I am, you know, I've, I've you, you just, in other words, Brother Leroy has purpose to not only give to the kingdom of God, but give as he goes. And that, in other words, as I go, I'm a blessing. As I go, I give love. As I go, I give financially. Let each one give as he is made up in his own mind and purpose in his heart, not reluctantly or sorrowfully or under compulsion. For God loves, notice, for God loves, he takes pleasure in prizes above other things and is unwilling to abandon or to do without a cheerful, joyous, prompt to do giver whose heart is in his giving. If you, this, this seventh birth, this is a rule that I live by in my everyday life. In every, you know, many people, uh, they do, they, they'll cut the grass, they'll wash the dishes. You know, when I was growing up, um, and we had to wash dishes, whatever we had to do, my parents did not let me do anything grudgingly. They said, boy, put a smile on your face and put a, a, a snap in your walk. And, and act like you want to do it, even if you don't want to do it. Well, this is the scriptures telling us here how you should be as a giver and a believer. Let me say this. Every person God ever created. Their, their number one purpose besides loving and worshiping God. And loving men is to live a life of giving you know the scripture teaches us that we're supposed to live long and strong i can tell you this givers live long and strong we're gonna pick up here again next time with this verse we're out of time be blessed in jesus name because he loves you